0: Let's finish up with a question today from Mikey. I have a hypothetical situation. You're in your 30s. You have a steady but low slash mid income. No credit card debt. Awesome. You don't own a property or a car. You have a reasonable hex debt. You don't have much super saved. And you already have an emergency fund set up. Awesome. Someone hands you 25 grand today. What would you do with it to build more wealth? Do you split it up into a few avenues, or do you go all in on something?
1: Dun dun dun! I loved some of the answers in this. Yeah, it was great. There were some good ones. Uh, I don't know what a reasonable hex debt is.
0: I would say thirty. Right. Forty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Isn't that scary? If you if do ten grand a year.
1: Mm. So, do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first?
0: I want you to own this.
1: Um, unlike many of the suggestions in the answers, I don't think we should spend it all on traveling or buying a van or doing all those fun things. Although they sounded really fun. If it was to land in your lap, I think you should be very respectful of just how much money it is because mm. it can be easy when you you know people get a bonus or people inherit amount of money to sort of see it as free cash and not think about how long it would actually take for you to get that amount of money in your hand. So, a lot of people sometimes ask me how to do a tax return. And so, I've come up with like a bit of a A bit of a way... A tax
0: refund, sorry.
1: Tax refund,
0: sorry, not a return.
1: Don't get... Clearly by my accounting knowledge, you (laughs) don't get me to do tax returns. Um, Here's like a general vague rule. You can do it however you like. I always say 50% of the money to long, long long-term goals, be it, you know... Passive investments in your personal name, maybe some of it towards your super. I don't know. Debt reduction if you've got a home loan, whatever. But I think about 50% long, long term you. We're calling that futuring. You're looking after long term you. Then 30% on things that are going to be good for here and now, because I think it's unrealistic. And obviously, this is dependent on how much it is. It's unrealistic to say spend it all. On long, long view. It doesn't work. I've tried it. People are like, sorry, we accidentally booked a holiday or we bought a thing and now we don't have any left. Mm. So maybe it's that you go and figure out how strategically you can do it to have the best experiences if that's what you value or whatever. And then I like to use the rest and you can obviously twist these and split them up to invest in you. So what is a course that you could do that gets you a higher income or you know, job opportunities or whatever. So I think this is a really nice mix between looking after future, future you, having some fun now so that you don't feel like you're depriving yourself and then bursting, you know, the banks and spending it all, but investing in yourself and seeing yourself as an asset who potentially over time is able to earn more. uh, I think that's often underplayed and very important.
0: Mm. And that's why we wrote the career book. Yeah. Like you are the best investment.
1: You're the goose that lays the golden egg.
0: Giddy up. Just an idea. Would you pay off hex debt if you had a windfall like this? Is it windfall or windfall?
1: Dunno. Windfall? Just
0: say it fast, no one knows. Hey, Siri, is it windfall or windfall?
1: Oh, with a D, I think.
0: Yeah, because I think it was like a windmill or something. It's currently cloudy and 25 degrees. <laughs> Siri does not vibe me. Hey, Siri, is the saying windfall or Win, fall. I'm pretty sure it's wind.
1: We've gone rogue over here.
0: Anyway, sorry, everyone, for activating your Siri.
1: <laughs> um, so the, the HEX one's a really interesting one based on what they're indexing it at at the moment. What was last year? like? Well, this year, Seven. 7.1. Yeah. Uh but debt dies with you when it's HEX. Mm. So, I think, you know, if you're considering putting it in investments, there is a conversation around, you know, is the average return going to even meet what the indexation is and how much because you're on a lower income, and this drives me mad, because, you know, the thresholds of how you can pay it off at the moment, what you're finding is a lot of young people or people are on lower mid-income.
0: Yeah, they're not getting there.
1: They're not. They're going around in circle. In mm. fact, their HEX is growing. And so, definitely look at those tables because you don't want your HEX to grow. So, that is definitely something to think about.
0: A couple of things, windfall. um, With a D? Yeah, an unexpected gain, peace or good fortune or the like, something blown down by the wind Uh as fruit does. Ah. So it's windy, fruit falls.
1: Unless a coconut falls on your head and kills you, that is not a good Mm. windfall.
0: On the hex thing, I'm a little bit contrarian-esque with this 7.1%. I think it's peaked. Number one, it, I think it's peaked. Agree. Okay. Yeah. Number two, and this is people who have had hex or help debt for over five years. Okay, if you've if you've just got it in the last twelve months and you've just got the first seven point one, I'm sorry, and I've got you know love and I get you. But everyone else, go and have a look at the hex and help debt indexation table over the last ten years. You've basically paid nothing.
1: But we were in it a period of very low interest rates, we mm. were in very low, we were in normal sort of inflation cycles and they're saying, what, 2024, 2025, we'll get back.
0: Mm.
1: I guess that's the risk that you got to take.
0: No, but I'm saying don't get outraged this one year at 7.1 oh, yeah. where if you had hex and help debt five years ago and you're paying
1: 0.1... You're doing good.
0: you like, shut up.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> like, just step back and have a look on balance over the last five years and that's why I wasn't too worried about people rushing to pay it off before the 7% if you'd had it for a long time because you've actually had a pretty good run.
1: I just think there should be an indexation freeze if you aren't meeting the payment thresholds because it's just growing. I think that's crazy. And that was thrown out of what the Senate, the the Greens put it forward earlier this year and it got blocked and didn't go any further and I think that's crap. Anyway, just some political Mm. commentary over
0: here. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Yeah. Like if you actually can't, if you don't meet a threshold... Even, say, if your taxable income is under 70 grand.
1: Yeah, it shouldn't keep going up. Because if you really Yeah, there.
0: yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Uh, but what I would probably do... Have you finished what you would do with that? Because I want to say what I, want, yeah, I would do with it. Yeah, That's mine. So, number one, Miki, the question is, do you have a driver's licence and is there a need for a car in the foreseeable future? So, you don't own a property or a car. If you have a driver's licence and you've temporarily moved to the city and you sold a car or whatever and you're 30 years old... What I'm probably doing is just straight up carving out 15, 10 to 15 grand in a separate savings account and just calling it car.
1: What? Mm. Oh my gosh, we fiercely disagree about this. Why?
0: Because at some point, and this is why you just need to have a look, if at some point in the next two to three years you're going to need a car, mm. just go and buy one.
1: Obviously, all relative to where you live. Like Central Coast, you can't have a life without a car. That's right. I have a Go Get membership. Couldn't think of anything worse than owning a car.
0: That's right. And that's why I want – you need to know, one, I ask, do you have a licence? Because there's – I know people that live in the city Mm. in here and in Melbourne who don't own a car and don't have a licence. They'll probably always live around or Go Get and all that. So that's what I had to carve that out. Like if you think you may move out of the city or something in the next, you know – two to three years, I'm putting 10 to 15 grand aside and just labelling labelling a car.
1: I respect your decision. What are you doing with the rest of it?
0: Then we'll call it the other 10 grand or the other 15, right? Mm. Let's put 10 for a little secondhand Corolla or something like that. Mm. The next 15, all I kind of do is go back to that one-on-one financial planning, the G word. Goals. Goals. Yeah. Like, if you've had a bit of a like, oh, I just would love to buy a house one day. I would like, they've said don't own a property. I don't know if that is, I would like one or um, it just goes back to your goals. Like if you're like, oh, I'd really love to go to Prague.
1: Mm.
0: All right, well, go to Prague.
1: And that's sort of why I was saying the split between like the 50 and the Mm. 30, because I find 50% is like the long, long, long term goals, which never get the, and attention and effort mm. and energy that they often need and then that sort of 20 or 30 depending on which split you take is normally like more the shorter term goals like going on the holiday yep. or buying a pet or whatever yeah. because short term goals always tend to get priority because of how our brains work. Yep. We've got to try to get the mix right.
0: Um, what would you do with it to build more wealth?
1: You wouldn't buy a car then?
0: Well, <laughs> if you had to drive to work.
1: Well, yeah. And you lived you did deliver, in a regional was, was, Yeah, all right. And being a city privileged person, I You get are. It. So back was, off. So, so, so. so.
0: Um, to be more, like, the reality is in this day and age, 25 grand dropping into your lap is really going to help in the short term. It's not going to hugely move the needle and turn you into a millionaire overnight. mm So what we need to do, we just need to get really practical. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what are our goals? We've got 25 grand. This is an opportunity. Sure, carve out a couple of grand, go to Prague. Sure, carve out a couple of grand, buy a car if you need it. Or what you could do as well, throw it into super, get on with your life. Pay off your hex, get on with your life. Like there's no, you can't wreck it. That's what I'm saying unless you spend it all. On nothing. On nothing.
1: Yeah. Or as we were saying up front, what course could you do to improve your career opportunities? And that's the gift that keeps giving. Yeah. Just like investing.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know.
1: So helpful. We are so helpful. We help. don't know. <laughs> do what you want.
0: So much help. That's what I mean. Like, it goes back to what I've been saying lately, as in last week, I think I did one Instagram reel on it. You can only earn money once if you trade your time for money. So, like, eight-hour workday, you can only do that once. You can only spend money once. So, if you put that twenty-five grand on a holiday, guess what? one and done. No more. But what you can do, if you invest that money, it will never be spent. It will breed. It will keep going. If you put it towards a home deposit, it will never be lost. But you just need to know you can only spend money once